This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Today I'm joined by Joe Mewis, Leeds United editor at Leeds Live. How are you, Joe? Yeah, very well, thanks, Ash. How are you doing? Well, I'm flying, mate. Obviously, Villa <laughs> four from four. Uh, t- titles coming, so yeah, really yeah, excited. As, as you know, got that in early, um, didn't you? <laughs> I did, yeah. Uh, so make sure. But how, how's things been with Leeds? A couple of four threes, a couple of entertaining games, and they were yeah. just, just just knocked down a peg against Wolves at the start of the week. Yeah, it, it's been yeah, it's, it's been a really you know exciting, fun start to the season. Um, as you say, the, the, the four threes going to Anfield and, and just coming up short there. Um, a couple of really good wins against Fulham, Sheffield United, and, and they went toe to toe with Man City as well for, for a one one draw. Um, yeah. Bit of a shame that um, the, the manner of the, the Wolves defeat. You know, it was it was a close game. Leeds, Leeds were good there, dominated for large stints, but ultimately undone by a deflected goal and, and a bit of probably Premier League sort of nous from Wolves at the end. Yeah. But, you know, tenth, tenth in the table as a, as a newly promoted side. It's um, you know early days yet, but but I don't think there's too many sort of you know causes for complaint at Leeds United really at the moment. No, I mean, what's been the secret to success? It's just that surprise element. You catch you catch a bit by surprise. I think so. I think it's well, it's it's Marcelo Bielsa's you know methods. Um, Leeds, I'd say, are the fittest team in the Premier League. You know, they they were in the Championship the last two seasons, um, and I think that's really showing again this year. Uh, the, the way that they've managed to just really sort of carry on the momentum from the end of the championship season where they were really hitting stride post-lockdown. You know, they, yeah. they went on a really good run there. You know, the, the title was sewn up, you know, relatively easy. You know, they they romped it as, as Adam Forshaw predicted they would. Um, yeah. and, and they've managed to keep this upward trajectory going in, in the Premier League. You know, they, they have surprised a few people, I think, um, given, you know, they, they haven't changed their tactics, that they're still going for it. You look at the amount of players they get in the opposition half when they're attacking, mm. you know, uh, I think it's certainly, you know, dumbfounded quite a few teams. So, um, so yeah, it's all, it's all been good so far, really. So, no Calvin Phillips on Friday, which is a big boost for Villa. He's, he's, he's a pivotal for Leeds, hasn't he, under Bielsa? Just how, how big a blow will that be? Yeah, it's, it's a real shame that, um, you know, you've got a feel for Calvin at the moment. You know, he's just um, broken into the England team. You know, I think he was on four caps there. Starting started really well in the Premier League, you know. Again, like like so many of the Leeds players, just no Premier League experience, but they, they've come in, they've, they've got this trust in Bielsa's system, they've got the work rate, the fitness, and it's allowed them to just sort of yeah, keep on going up. Uh, and yeah, he he will be missed um, tactically. You know, he's so important in the way Bielsa sets up his system. You know, he sits there in front of the defence. You know, he, he's he's so mobile. He gets across the back. He'll he'll break up attacks and get them started. You know, his, his diagonal balls out to the flanks where, where Leeds concentrate a lot of their play are so crucial and um yeah you know he's probably been the, the poster child of of the blc you know revolution as it were so yeah mm-hmm. he, he's going to be a really big miss um it's looking like pascal Stroik's going to come in and, and yeah. replace him uh there, there was a few doubts about his fitness because he did he was subbed off against wolves but um blc yesterday in his press conference said said he, he'll be replacing calvin so so hopefully it's all good on that front um and yeah, there, there will be a drop off, but I think Bielsa has a lot of confidence um, in Stroik. You know, he's 
again, he's, he's one of these players that did really well at the end of last season. Post-lockdown, he, he came in, deputised for Phillips um, and, and did look the part. Um, he's had a couple of games in the Premier League already. That, that was in defence when he's been covering for Liam Cooper at the back in the uh, the first game and the last game. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think he'll be overawed by it, certainly. You know, um, Bielsa has his players so ready, so so honed, so trained. When they are dropped into the first team, mm. you know, they they know exactly what to do. And, you know, you don't get anyone overawed. You don't get anyone, you know, get the occasion, have the occasion big, bigger than them. So, yeah, I'd... Um, we, we all want to see Calvin there, but I'm, I'm sure Bielsa will be confident that, that Stroik can do a job. Yeah, I mean, if Binsby will have his uh, debrief or his, his match analysis now. So what, what one Leeds player will he, will, will he be looking at? Or will it be a number of players that will be the biggest threat for Villa on Friday? Yeah, yeah I think certainly with Leeds, a lot of the time it is the collective, you know. Yeah. It's, um, you know, they don't have a 30-goal striker, for instance, you know. Um you look at um, Rodrigo, the, the summer signing, Rodrigo Moreno, who arrived um, from Valencia in the summer. He's really sort of getting his teeth into it now. Um, often when Bielsa brings a player in, they do take a bit of time to adapt. They have to get up to his fitness levels. Um, you know, they have to get attuned to sort of the, the really precise drills they do in training. You know, there's all a lot of runs, muscle memory, all that sort of thing, which um, does take a bit of time to adapt. But, um, you know, Leeds were able to go and recruit this sort of higher level of player in the summer. And I think we're seeing a much quicker adaptation because of the quality we're able to bring in. He's been really good, um, sort of improving every week. Yep. He came off the bench against Man City and and he was great. He got his first first goal there, really went out the, the City defence. Um, and yeah, he's been improving every week. So expecting him to sort of play in that number 10 role. Um, we've now got Pablo Hernandez fit as well. I think it's it's one or the other from those. And I, Bit of a legend, imagine, isn't he, Pablo? He is, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, you know, he's he's has struggled a bit with injuries of late. You know, he had to be sort of quite carefully stage managed at the uh, at the end of last season um, with a uh, with a hamstring problem. He's had a groin injury this season, so you know it's it's going to be limited the amount of time he's given. But you know, he's he's been another another fantastic player, a bit of a talisman under Bielsa. So he's yeah. he's a danger from the bench, certainly. Um, who else have you got there? Um, Mateus Klitsch always gives a good game in the middle. He'll do a lot of running, a lot of pressing. You know, um, if you see space from, from the, um, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. he needs, needs no introduction um, <laughs> after after all that. <laughs> but he's thankful um, the fans aren't there on Friday. <laughs> yeah, I think he may get a few boos, wouldn't he? If um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there was a few fans in there, but you know, he's he's another of these players, and I'm repeating myself again here, who who just come in with no Premier League experience, stepped up to the plate. You know, Luke Ailing's another like that. Um, yeah, so it is the collective, you know, and. It's very much a side in, in Bielsa's image. Yeah. That collective you talked about there, that that, that, that mirrors what Villa are doing as well under Dean Smith. I think mm. the, the Bielsa and Smith are quite similar characters. They get the tune out of every member of their playing squad, whether yeah. they're playing or not playing. And the players are coming in and performing. Um, so, yeah, the Villa have got that, that added bit of a spark as well. Ross Barkley's on, on form of late. He should be fine after shaking up an mm. injury. And Jack Grealish, I mean, just in the form of his life at the moment, um, 13 chances created from open play, four more than any player in the Premier League. So, Leeds are actually wary of him. I think Leeds know all about him. I think yeah. Calvin Phillips is a big, big, big miss um, as, that, as far as Grealish is concerned because he had his number a few times uh, in the Championship, didn't they? So, mm. got to keep tabs on Villa's main man there for me. Well, yeah, I had a couple of comments coming from the Villa fans saying, have Villa ever won five in a row uh, at the start of the season before? Because um, four on the spins the first time in 90 years. But no, they haven't. So, I've had a look at that. They haven't done that. So, even the draw wow. against Leeds on Friday would take Villa top of the league, which Smith was asked about on 
at his press conference. Does it mean anything? Obviously, so early in the year, but of course it does mean something significant. You're doing something right. So, yeah, um, the Villa going to full of confidence. I think Leeds will be looking to spring a surprise. Um, Smith, Smith was full of praise for Leeds. It's got to be said as well. He did, did, did mention that, Joe, that saying fittest team in the league by far, in the league by mm-hmm. far. So, I think Villa will have, will have it tricky. Um, won't be straightforward. It won't be a straightforward home win um, compared to the last one. It's Liverpool, which was quite straightforward. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, is uh, Liam Cooper going to be all right, or is he is he looking to be? Um, he's 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 the big question mark, really. Um, okay. So he he picked up a groin injury on the international break, um, and he was named in the starting eleven for the Wolves match, um, mm-hmm. which was was a pleasant surprise, really. But pulled out in the warm up, so. That was only on Monday night, so they've obviously only had sort of this is you know the, the third day since then, a short week. Uh, I would say he's he's probably not going to make it. Um, you know, do should Leeds be be risking their captain, who's obviously got this niggling problem? Um, yeah. So he probably won't, and that will mean we'll see a bit of a, a reshuffle at the back, to be honest, because um, Pascal Stroik would be the man to normally come in and replace him, but he's yeah. going to be needed in that Phillips role. So um, I dare say what we'll see is Luke Ayling move from right back across into the middle. And yeah. then a bit of a shuffle on the fullbacks, Dallas over to right back, probably Gianni Elioski at left back, um, which, again, far from ideal. Um, but Ailing's played there before. Um, you know, I, I think he'll be able to have every, every confidence in him. Mm. You'll lose a bit, lose a bit of his um, work weight down the channels. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. You know, it's uh, that's been one of the things, you know, he's been so good getting forward. Um, you know, the, the work rate he puts in is astonishing. You know, the, the sprints right at the end of the game, he's, He's getting forward and getting back again. Um, mm. So that'll be interesting. Um, also be interesting to see, um, obviously, coming up against Ollie Watkins. I was going to ask you how, how he's settling in. Obviously, uh, he had a decent game against Liverpool, as did the, the whole the whole team there. But Ollie yeah. Watkins is a striker. Leeds, Leeds know pretty well from, from last year with, with Brentford and everything. Leeds yeah. even linked with him in, in the summer. So, yeah, I was going to ask how he's been settling in really this year and, and how, how yeah. weary Leeds should be of him. Oh, yeah, pretty seamless. Obviously, I haven't seen his hat trick against Liverpool. I give Liverpool defence a tiny time there. But just his all-round work rate, again, some Leeds fans will know all about work rate. Yeah. Gives, gives Villa another dimension. He's prepared, prepared to run the channels, prepared to do anything. All the all the, all the doggy runs, we, we call them, and just getting in behind and dropping deep, doing literally everything. Um has made a big point about that. Uh, once, once Villa lose the ball, they get 10 men behind the ball straight away. Watkins is very much a part of that as well. So, yeah, he, he had a quiet game against Leicester on uh, Sunday. I think he took he took a whack to, the, to his ankle early on for me. I did, I did notice he was uh, hobbling around for a while, which affected his game. But yeah, against against uh, Leeds on uh, on Friday, I think I think I think he'll get more chances. I've seen. I mean, Leeds play at high time pace, and I think he'll get a few more chances than what Leicester provided for him. So, yeah, I mean, he's got everything for me. People question the, the price tag, £28 million. It's a long-term investment. He's 24. Uh, the form of his life, getting a banging form striker as well. He's already already off the mark in the Premier League. He's got five goals already in all comps. So, yeah, no-brainer. I think he's decent number one striker for, the, for the, uh, the season ahead. The only concern Villa fans have got is if he gets injured because not much in reserve. Young rookie Keenan Davis on the bench, he's, he's, he'll come back from injury on Friday. And then they've got Bertrand Chouré, so there's just three three players there, and Chouré is more of a winger, so that's that's a bit of an issue for Villa if, if Watkins does get injured. But I think he's I think he's robust enough. He's he's not never had a a, a big injury, touch wood. So yeah, I think Leeds Leeds will know all about him on Friday. Um, he'll give lots of Ailing and Co. Um, he won't give him a minute's piece. So yeah, that, that's a battle I'm looking forward to seeing how Watkins can 
bounce back after a quiet game. And I think Leeds, the way they play, the style of play, I think I'm expecting goals on Friday. I really am on both both teams. So, yeah, I'm excited about that one. Yeah, um, I, th- I think you're right. I think there will be goals. You know, I was quite surprised the Wolves game was only 1-0 in the end. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, they've for the neutral Leeds games this season have been brilliant. Like, I guess it's similar with Villa, you know, chucking in results like 7-2 against Liverpool. It's... Uh, yeah, it should should be a thrill. It's just a shame uh, not not too many people will be watching it because of the pay per view issue. I guess really. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a bit of history between Leeds and Villa. Would there any spice there between any any of the players? I mean, yeah, well, obviously, the, the gift goal and whatnot. Yeah, you, you spoke about last the last time they met, which obviously the end of that uh, season, Villa were promoted. Yeah. Um, you know that issue came up again in, in Bielsa's press conference at the end of it um, this week. You know, it's it's never going to be forgotten, really. Um, Leeds fans like to remind everyone that we got the Bielsa got issued the uh, the FIFA Fair Play Award yes, for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so there'll be a bit of a needle there, won't they? You know, I think um, Mateus Klitsch will probably be the end, on the end of that. Klitsch is one of those players who who's got the really good knack of knowing just how much to wind the opposition up. Yeah. So without getting in trouble from, from the referee. So you know, there, there there could well be a bit of needle from Klitsch, but he's smart enough to to roll it back when it matters, which. It's quite a good little underrated skill, that I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A wind-up merchant. Uh, yeah. what, what's the system Leeds play then? Uh, is it four 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 one one? Is it or something like that? Yeah, so it's um, nominally a, a four one four one. Yeah. Um, obviously, the ones you've got Calvin Phillips usually sat in that role. Um, he won't be there on on Friday, obviously. Um, and then they play the lone striker, which is still Patrick Bamford. You know, he had a really good yeah. start to the season. Three goals in his first three games. Um, you know, he'll he'll have a player behind him, which is probably going to be Rodrigo um, this time. And Leeds put a lot of emphasis on, on the wide players. So um, we're expecting Helder Costa, who um, Villa fans probably remember from his Wolves days. Wolves, uh, yeah, yeah and, and Jack Harrison on, on the flanks there. They do have some more options now. They brought in uh, Rafina on transfer deadline day, 23-year-old Brazilian winger who um, looks quite exciting. But again, as I spoke about earlier, Bielsa can... Leave it a little while until he brings players in, so I, I, I wouldn't really be expecting him to start. Um, but yeah, it, it's very much, you know, Bielsa has one real system that, that, that he sticks to. He does adapt it during games. You know, he is quite fluid. If he comes up against two strikers, for instance, he might move to three at the back. Um, but as you said earlier, you know, Villa quite quite limited on striker numbers. So I, I imagine we're only going to see one man up front there, aren't we? So I think largely we should see yeah this this sort of four one four one system from Leeds. Yeah, similar to Villa, really, but Barkley usually plays in more advanced. It's four four one one usually. Mm-hmm. They did drop in that formation against Leicester because they, they sussed Villa out early on, and Smith Smith switched it around a little bit and dropped Barkley back in there. But yeah, just a word on Villa's defence as well. Joe, three clean sheets out of four, mm-hmm. so just shows how resolute they are at the back. They've got a great goalkeeper now, Emmy Martinez. It's an all all English back four, and they look solid. I know it's a bit, a bit of biased view, but. Yeah, they're, not, they're not creating any chances that opposition teams aren't and Tyrone Mings is formed his life as well Esri Kant next to him so that'll be hard to break down for me um, so yeah I don't know how you're going to penetrate that back line for me um, three clean sheets out of four says it all and I don't know what, what, what any tricks Leeds have got up the sleeve um, obviously they can score goals but we'll, mm. we'll see yeah I, again I think um, you know the, the wide players is where Leeds will look to really get their success yeah. You know, the, the likes of Costa and, and Harrison, they, they play really far out wide. You know, they will try and sort of drag players out of position. And the amount of players they, they commit forward, especially on the break, um, does cause problems. Um, Leeds' crossing against Wolves was slightly off. Jack Harrison, you know, he didn't, didn't have his finest day. 
um, on that one. And it showed because there wasn't too many really good sort of clear cut chances um, mm. created. But if, you know, if their wingers are on song and they're putting these balls in the box, um, you know, Bamford's been been in really good form this year and he's been, uh, yeah. been able to put the chances away, you know, a lot better than he did the last two seasons. You know, his efficiency is really, really kicked on there. Um, and then behind him, if you've, you've got Rodrigo, who's, you know, proven goal scorer, he's, he's Spain's number nine, you know, so mm. he knows a, a thing about two about how to score and, um, and Klitsch as well, you know, he's, he's where sort of the, the long range efforts come from. Um, mm. Yeah. A lot, a lot of the time Leeds will, will just try and, and get down those flanks and just get cross after cross after cross in. And, um, mm. you know, if you, if you're putting, you know, 20 good crosses in a game, you're going to convert a few chances, aren't you? So that's sort of like the, the attacking philosophy I think we'll see tomorrow night. Yeah, Villa have Matt, Matt Target and Matty Cash at full-backs. Um, mm. And they're two players that like to get higher as well, so you could exploit the gaps they leave on the break. Yeah. So that'd be something I'd be wary about. Um, regarding Leeds, who, who will Leeds be most fearful of, other than Jack Grealish, obviously? Any other players that stand out you have to be wary of, do you reckon? Uh, McGinn's back yeah. to form as well. Yeah, obviously Grealish is, is the big one there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, because coming up, Pascal Stroik um, sat there in the defensive midfield role, you know, um, He'll probably be up against um, Barkley. And I, I think that could be an interesting clash there. Um, you know, Ross Barkley he was on loan at Leeds way, way back in the day. Uh, had a terrible time of it under, yeah. under Neil Warnock. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. didn't Warnock's long ball football. I think he just spent matches watching it go over his head. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, he went off the fondest memories of, of his time at Ellen Road. But yeah, I, I think given the form he's in, you know, I've always kept an eye out for him. I've, I think he's, you know, he's, he's a quality player. Um, as you said, that the fullbacks getting forward as well. Matty Cash was someone Leeds came up against last season, yeah. obviously, um, and, and I think he'll be a danger because you know Leeds do like to commit men forwards, and if, if that's if they have the fullbacks that push forward again, there'll be there'll be space there. Um, you know, especially against a back line that's maybe is a bit unfamiliar. You know, a couple of players swapping positions and over. Um, so yeah, so I think that's probably where the main the main threats would lie. Mm. Um, I spoke to Smith yesterday. He, he said very complimentary of Leeds, as I've said. He sent he sent Marcel Bielsa a text message after he got promoted as well, and um, he says Leeds will win more games than they'll lose this season. So he's backing them to have a really good season, which yeah. uh, says a lot. So, do you echo them thoughts as well? I think so. Yeah, um, you know, it's uh, it's obviously not going to be plain sailing, but I think the early signs are that they're not going to be dragged into a relegation fight straight away. Mm. Um, which, which is promising, especially that they do have a very sort of tough schedule over over Easter and everything. So, you know, they'll definitely want to get lots of points banked. But the way they've started the league um, this year, you know, no fear. Um, you know, they've, they've they've played, you know, two of the best Premier League teams in recent years, haven't they, in, in Liverpool and Man City. Mm. You know, look at how they those two have gone sort of, you know, toe-to-toe the last couple of years. They've showed no fear at all. They've not changed their game to adapt it, you know, and, it, and it's worked. Admittedly, they only got a point out of those two, but... Certainly, you know, the, the performance level was excellent. And, you know, it's games like the Fulham games, the Sheffield United games, where they've, they've picked up these points. Yeah, um, you'd like to think relegation shouldn't be something too too much to worry about. Um, tenth at the moment in the table, which is early days, obviously, but it's probably quite a fair fair reflection, I think, of, of where Leeds are at right now. Mm. Um, I spoke to Smith yesterday as well about Calvin Phillips in the interest last summer. So, lucky, lucky Villa... Of, um... That rather than pursue the deal in the end, uh, keeping all your man and just how, how important has he been since, since yeah, that? it's huge actually. So, um, something Angus Kinnear spoke about, um, shortly after Leeds got promoted in the summer, and he Brilliant. he was saying how, um, you know, they didn't feel they could really stand in Phillips's way if he wanted to play Premier League football. 
Um, and he, he, they said, I think it was Kinnear's words, that he, he turned down some offers which just financially made no sense at all. You know, mm. So the offers were certainly there for Phillips to go, but he's thought, you know, this is my boyhood club. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm right in the thick of this. I'm you know, a key player in it. Bielsa's coming back for another year. Let's let's do it. And he stayed with it. And yeah, quickly forgotten about the, the, all the summer transfer stuff. And, and he was so important for them last year. Um, you know, and it's really great to see because the way he's come through at Ellen Road, um, you know, came through as, as a promising young player, was a bit of a in and out of the team, never really had a settled role, you know, played a lot more advanced a lot of the time. Mm. Um, you know, and he was just turning into one of these sort of solid but not remarkable academy products. Um, but Bielsa transformed him completely. You know, I think it's thanks to Bielsa that he's in the England team now. Yeah. Uh, and it's been good to see Southgate stick with him over, you know, the last couple of squads and everything and give him plenty of opportunities. Um, you know, he's probably going to miss the, the next round of internationals with the shoulder injury, which is a shame. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, delight, delight for Calvin. Um, I think, yeah, he, he won't regret his decision last summer at all to, to stay with the club because certainly his last, you know, professionally, his last sort of three to six months have been, you know, a uh, life highlight really for him, haven't they? Yep, they have. I'm going to put it on the spot then, Joe. Prediction for Friday. Right. Um, well, I mean, no, 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 no guessing. <sighs> Yeah, go on then. I'll, I'll get my optimistic hat on. Uh, there'll, there'll be goals, as you say. Let's say uh, let's have a three-two thriller with uh, with with the leads coming up trumps. What about you? You, won, you won three-two last time at Villa Park. Remember, came our roof ninety-fifth minute. Oh, that was yeah. That was uh, that was a good last game, time. wasn't it? That was just before Christmas, wasn't it? And uh, two 0 Two 0 at half time with two very very late goals. Yeah, Did roof Jack, winner. Jack Clark, come on, just charge a guy. Yeah, he did, didn't he? He, he scored, I think, didn't he? He, he yeah. cut in and, and shot. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was some finish. And then, um, yeah, Leeds did it again uh, the next game on Boxing Day. They they came back and won three two in uh, in stoppage time as well. So, it's so yeah, so good... pardon? It's, it's never dull between the two sides, to be fair. No, not at all. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it, as well? Because you know, historically, it's it's not a big rivalry, is it? You know, no. Villa, they're they're a, obviously they've, they've you know they've got City and, and on on their doorstep and everything. Yeah, you know they've got these really established local rivals, but it does feel like this is a growing rivalry. You know, you've yes. got these spicy games recently. You know, certainly the fans like to needle each other. You know, the the Phillips Grealish debates that go on and everything, don't yeah, they? Definitely, um, definitely. You know, so yeah, it's it's the seeds do feel like they're being sown for a bit of a, like a, a new rivalry, don't they? Really? Yeah, yeah. The two two Premier League pretenders, which is yeah, good to yeah. see. I think we'll leave it there then, Joe. A great catching up. Yeah, um, I'll see you Friday. Well, you'll see uh, Baron Cross actually. Um, ah, he's there okay. for us. Unfortunately, we're still it's this Premier League rule where only one of us is allowed to get to games at the moment. That's right. So um, Baron's coming down. So yeah, you'll you'll see him and uh, yeah, maybe you can uh, jump on the camera with him for a little bit at Villa Park, perhaps. Great stuff. Nice one for joining everyone as well, cool. and um, enjoy the game Friday. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode. Until then, up the villa.